Welcome to the Jesus and Food Podcast. Today we're going to talk, among other things, about tenderloins. Yeah, there's actually a couple of tenderloin trails uh, in the Midwest. There's one in Indiana. Uh, There's one in Iowa. You can Google tenderloin trail and then the state, and it gives you a map. And there are all these tenderloin stops that you can go to. I really didn't know that. So you think that tenderloins, which for those that might be listening outside of our immediate area where we are in Illinois and Indiana... Uh, some people might not know particularly what it is. So how would you best describe a tenderloin sandwich? Well, it's a it's a thin piece of pork and it's it's big. I think there can be beef tenderloin sandwiches too. Okay. But this is generally this, pork though. Yeah, yeah, this is a pork tenderloin sandwich and it can be what? It can be an eighth of an inch all the way up to maybe an inch. Yeah, uh, thick. Thick. And, and it is deep fried. Oh, it's fried. It is fried big time. And then it's um it just depends on where you get it. I mean, sometimes the breading is like a cornmeal breading, sometimes it's a flour breading. And then they usually serve it with one or two or three buns, depending on how large it is. And you could put whatever you want on on top of it. Now I know Jonathan, you like ketchup, mustard. Pickle, and, pickle onion. and onion, and I just do I do mayo on mine, mayonnaise, yes, and the ketchup and the pickle and the onion. But um, there's lots of different ways to eat the tenderloin. So one thing that we've decided to do is actually declare uh, every Tuesday this summer tenderloin Tuesday. Yeah. I know that you uh, went out for one last Tuesday. How did that go? It wasn't the best. I'm not going to say where it was because I like this place mm-hmm. and I don't want to throw them under the bus, but it wasn't the best. So I'm going to, I'm going to go again, you know, every Tuesday until I find the best one. So let's go over the ways to eat it. Okay. Edge it. That's the kind where you grab a fork and knife and eat the overhanging edges of the tenderloin first. Okay. Why, then, what, what's the fork and knife reason? Well, well, you're right. I guess you wouldn't have to <laughs> tear it That's off. That's foreign language to me. <laughs> okay, once it becomes man- manageable size with the bun, then you pick up and proceed like you would usually. Okay. This is what I do. Stack it. So you remove the bun, cut the tenderloin in half, and then you stack those halves back inside the bun okay. for double thickness. Hmm. Uh, some people just straight up have it. So you just cut it right down the middle. But then I feel like there's not enough bun. Hmm. to go around. Wow. And then the last one is just do it. That's to just throw caution to the wind and just attack it. Do whatever do necessary. Do whatever you need. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is the part where um, this will give us something really uh, catchy and snazzy to name this podcast today. Okay. I want to call it Jonathan and Lindsay share how tenderloins make them feel. Yeah. So I would like to share that tenderloins make me feel full of potential. Um, <laughs> why? And what I mean by that is basically that um, there's not a whole lot else. Like if I've already given in and said, okay, today's going to da- be a day where I eat a tenderloin. It's obviously not going to be a big health day. Yeah. But it is going to be a day in which um, joyful things happen. Yeah. And uh, regrets will not be lived today. Well, yeah. actually, I shouldn't say that because occasionally you'll eat too much of a tenderloin. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's generally speaking going to be a good day. So how do tenderloins make you feel, Lindsay? Okay, for me, it's all sentimental. I used to okay. work at a bowling alley. I worked there for very, very, very many years in high school and in college. Hmm. And we had tenderloins. And I would always make a tenderloin during my shift. And working at that bowling alley with my friends, the boss was never there. And so it was just like a fun high school bowling alley, eat tenderloins. And I just like, they're so good. And they remind me of summer and fun. And so that's how it makes me feel. All right. Do we mind if we do a little show and tell today? Oh, goody. That's Uh, the best. Yeah, this is from my office. This I literally brought a frame. 
This is my. You brought this to show on the radio. I brought my frame. <laughs> so you're just going to show it to yourself? Um, I mean, no, I'm going to read what it says. Oh, okay. So there's a frame in my office, and I look at this every morning before I come into the studio to do the show. Okay. And it's uh, it's a prayer that you say and you kind of give the day over to God. So I thought, you know, it's early in the morning. We need a prayer to give our day over to God because we know this day is not ours. That's right. It's his anyway. So it might as well us be in, uh, in agreement about that. Here's what it says. Lord, I give you this day. I pray for productivity and patience, creativity and kindness. Thank you for the gifts you have blessed me with. And I ask that you would give me wisdom to use them to the fullest. I pray that these efforts would be a testament to your goodness and that all the glory would be yours. Amen. Wow. So, okay. So I feel like you're a pretty kind person, Lindsay, and I feel like you're, you know, pretty, pretty productive. Oh, thank you. Uh, what were some of the other ones <laughs> at the beginning? Did you say patient? <laughs> oh, I just, I forgot that one. Oh, but you just yeah, forgot that one. I feel like one. you're very patient. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying <laughs> that it's because you pray this prayer every morning before the show that maybe these things would, would come out. I mean, it works. maybe, yeah. If you have things that you want to be about during the day, you might as well, you know, write a prayer or find a prayer and print it out and put it in your office so that you can be reminded that, you know, this day is God's. It's for him and for his glory. Moments ago, Lindsay exited the WBGL building during the show, came back in with a frown on her face. Something's up. Yeah, I went out to get my glasses out of my car. My car absolutely smells so bad. I mean, it smells sickening bad. Mm. So I'm like starting to clean it out thinking, what is in here? And you know how it is. If you have little kids, you never know what is in the back uh-huh. seat. And um, so I ended up finding the thing. Jonathan, here. I'm holding it up so you can see. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's so sick. Um, Oh, I'm sorry to bring this into the studio, but if you can guess what it is, uh, you can either win what it is or you can win a morning show coffee mug. You're going to give it away as a prize. I mean, if somebody wants it. So this is a fun game. I think so. Uh, Hello? Is it a, um, a rotten sippy cup? (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, that's a good guess and also that was probably very likely but that's not right all thanks. right thanks for trying hello there who's this this is sarah what do you think it is sarah hey sarah hi is it a dirty diaper <laughs> oh please no <laughs> you know it's not oh, but good. i have had that happen before fair guess good thanks try. for trying we appreciate that uh good morning wbgl who's this hi this is mandy hey mandy what do you think it is I think it's probably a sippy cup or a bottle of curdled milk. (laughs) Mm. You know what? I'm going to give that to you because you said the word. It's not a sippy cup or a bottle of milk, but it is a half gallon of milk that I bought on Friday. And I forgot to take it in. And you know how hot it's been. Yes. You are the right. you, You got it. You got it. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. I've experienced that myself. I have little ones, and they often drop their sippy cups on the floor, and then they roll under the seat, Yeah, and then you're finding curdled milk days oh, later. And it's, it's so gross. <laughs> wow, so they need to put it in uh, you know, in a container that actually would contain the aroma. Yeah, but what's weird is this container is locked and low. Like, hmm. it is locked up, and it still like is putting off the worst smell ever. So the prize is you can either have the half gallon of milk <laughs> Or you can do a morning show coffee mug. 
I would love a coffee mug. Good choice. All right, it's Tenderloin Tuesday. All right, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> We've compiled a list at the Morning Show Facebook page of all the Tenderloin good places in Illinois, Indiana. And I'm trying to go down the list. I got one last Tuesday. Jonathan, I know you just sent me a picture of one you had. Okay, so this is at Smitty's in Leonore, Illinois. I've never seen one any bigger than this. Um, I don't know if you want to describe it, but I believe from left to right, it's approximately 16 inches. <laughs> it's, so I figured by looking at it that I think, you know, there's, there is a bun on it. But the bun is like taking up maybe an eighth of the tenderloin. It's a cute bun. It's a little cute bun. So I think you'd need about seven more buns to cover the tenderloin. Correct. And it's got about an onion on it and about a whole cucumber of pickles. Yes. It's very, very good. So they say there's a few different ways to eat a tenderloin. You got the double stacker. So this is what I do. I cut it and then I stack it. Really? Yeah. Now, they got the edgers. Is this... You tell me when I get to you. Okay. The edgers just eat around. They eat the edge. Yeah. The I tenderloin that. part. That's what you do until then you get to the middle and then you eat it like with the bun. Yeah, and I'm real big on the edge because sometimes you get the extra crispiness on there. Okay, so that's the edger. Then there's the go-getter. They just go for it. There's no real rhyme or reason. Okay. They just, they just get in there. And then... <laughs> Some people will just take the bun off and eat it with a fork and a, and a knife. <laughs> the categories of tenderloin <laughs> consumption. I mean, none so, of them sound bad to me. Oh, none, none of them are bad. I just like to have a bun with every bite, so that's why I have to stack it. I'm just amazed that you can fit two levels well, of tenderloin pretty, that your jaw would permit such a thing. <laughs> I have a pretty big mouth. So if you want to see the tenderloin list, it's at the Morning Show Facebook page. And if you have one for us to add, please let us know.